The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to another episode of Voices of Unity. I'm Reverend Skip Jennings. Aloha. I am Faith Rivera. And today we are missing our brother, Chad Bradford. Right, Rev Skip? <laughs> yeah. What is it? He's doing a final dress rehearsal. Is that what he's yes. doing? Yes, for Much Ado. Right about Much Ado. Much Ado uh, that yes. Shakespeare. That was a great show we did last week, wasn't it? <laughs> It was. You know, I felt a little bit like that was not in my wheelhouse. But when I listened back, we were fun enough that I we think were fun it, enough. It, it was, <laughs> there was insight, you know, and uh, yeah, I think I enjoyed it. I enjoyed listening back. So, <laughs> well, this is a show that we love to be really honest. We love to give you our spiritual experiences, yes. fun, and maybe even a couple of tears. But I don't think today we're going to cry, though. I hope. I hope not. I think. I, I, well, I cried the last couple of shows. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm actually teared out because I got to tell you. <laughs> Sis, I gotta what? tell you, you know, tell it's me. just, I, I don't know. Okay, so you know, we just came off of a full moon, right? Actually, yes. last night was the fullest of the full moon, and yes. I feel the vibration. I am a water sign, so I'm a Cancer Gemini, Gem, Gemini yes. Cancer. So whenever we're affected by the moon, I feel the emotions, and I've been crying for the last few days, and oh. I'm gonna say it's that full moon. <laughs> I'm gonna say, girl, do you feel that though? Do you feel it? I remember we talked about this last time. I feel the offness, you know, here yeah. and there. It, well, like today, getting ready for our show. And you guys are like, Faith, you're in a tunnel. I'm like, I am. <laughs> but maybe that's the gift of the unicorn. I think it takes more for me to notice that it's yeah. off. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, there's feelings. There's a lot of but, stuff. Going on. But the great thing is that, Faith, we get there. And we've been doing the podcast together for over a year. We have had, you know, that this is the freedom that we have now doing the podcast versus yes. the Unity radio show. We yes. had to be ready online, ready to go. There was no like, let's, you know, it, it was like no freedom. So we had to be on and ready. Here, yes. we can say, hold up, Faith, you in a tunnel. Let's change your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So we have to ask the question, aren't yeah. you a weak Aren't you a week in senior <laughs> ministership? Why you got to bring that up? I'm just having a good day. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm kidding. Like, so no, it, I, I am. I have I to am. ask. Uh -huh. it's, it's a little over a week, and I am so incredibly blessed. 
I am feeling so alive for the work I do. Yes. It's amazing. And, you know, the other thing, we kind of been hitting around it, but I think I'm free to say it now, but I won't <laughs> say the name. I have a new, I have, I have a new love in my life. So, you know, listeners, stay tuned. You might hear more and more about this new love in my life. Actually, wow. I, I've known this person for about seven months, seven or eight months, actually eight months. And we are now just getting to get into yes. the groove of having a deeper relationship. Now, I got to tell you, Faith, I was feeling like the the, the third wheel with you and Chad talking about oh. your, your booze <laughs> and your families. I was like, God, where's my family? Where's my family? <laughs> So there would have been the fifth wheel, but now you're not any wheel. You <laughs> right. just you. you get, right. It's a beautiful thing though, because I, I mean, Rev Skip, you know, being with you on this show, right? We're with each other on this journey of the different yep. seasons, and it is obviously a harvest time for you. You know, you're harvesting. Over I'm there, harvesting. And, <laughs> and so I know you always say, keep it light, but I've got to say, because I, <laughs> faith always wants to harvest. Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, faith isn't about the, you know, the planting and the sowing. And so I know I'm right about to change seasons. It's yeah, yeah. summer though. You saw my daughter come in. It's, I saw your daughter and she looks great. She's cute, right? She's so cute. <laughs> it's three meals a day, brother. They're cute. But Ooh. cooking and that, so like, and my, our guest that's coming up soon, she's been with right. me on this journey. And I was just thinking about it. I'm like, oh my God, how many times have friends, friends heard me from this cycle? I call it my Cinderella time because yeah. focus on the, on the cinder, you know, when she's busy, like cleaning it with the ashes on her face but yes. i want to i want to be at the ball so i'm living vicariously <laughs> through you <laughs> as i as i start yeah. the next harvest you know planting the next harvest for me is where yeah. I'm at. So, so i'm very 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 <laughs> clear that you know some people were made to be mommies and daddies and I, I believe you and chad of course obviously that's your journey i am very clear i make a great uncle <laughs> so you know, you can tell all your your children call me Uncle Skip. You know, it's like I, I be I'm the best uncle, and I love it because y'all can take them home when you're done. It's like boo, you know, come get your kids. Uncle Skip is tired. <laughs> Skip though, you know yes. what? There was a yeah. time though that I I was not even in auntie land. I wasn't even say don't even call me auntie. You know, but the funny part is it was fear. You know, and um spirit have you had that feeling was ministry like this for you where it's like i don't want to do it i don't want to do it and everything was great and i was at the I, I feel like the pinnacle of my career and it just was off and i'm like are you kidding me do i really have to have a kid you know yeah and, it, and it's funny to think i was there so i just want to share that because there may be listeners who are like right. you know saying like no i'm not but you know what when it's your call it's your call so. And so it's funny too. Now you're calling me in because we don't call people out on the show. We call them in. So you've just called me in because truth be told, I finished out ministerial school, you know, three, three and a half years ago. I was saying, no, I'm not going to be a, a pulpit minister. I'm going to be a minister with the title and I'm going to travel and I'm going to go to people's churches and sell my books and do my podcasts. And, <laughs> but I'm not going to a pulpit. And I was fighting it, girl. I was fighting. I was like, no, no, no. I want to be the fun minister. I don't want to be responsibility. But yeah. <laughs> lo and behold, there was this pulling of my heart. And then it really became alive when um, Dr. Chris called and said, hey, Dr. Chris, our uh, senior minister emeritus, 
here at Center for Spiritual Living in Fort Lauderdale called me on the phone and says, we have an opportunity for you, possibly. Are you interested in coming to Florida? And my first initial, I've said this on the show before, was Florida? <laughs> I was like, really? I don't know, God. And I heard, are you surrendered? Are you surrendered to, to do what I'm calling you to do? I got to tell you, Faith, I'm living my best life, sis. I am living my best life. I love yeah. the ministry. I love seeing your minister. I love living in Florida. I love, you know, having this new person in my life. Um, and it's just, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience. I'm doing my happy dance almost every day. <laughs> so, well, you know, uh, we have found, we've lived enough life, right, to know that at the other side of that fear and the discomfort yeah. really is another new harvest coming in for us. And so, you know, the unicorn way, as we talked about, is to find a way to be more graceful, more accepting of the of the good that wants to come in, even though it might feel funky doodle. So there you go. Well, but but here, <laughs> but but here I'm gonna call you into something, sis. Call me. We in. have we have been like for over a year now saying that we're gonna take one of my guided meditations and put <laughs> with your song and get it out there. That's the new harvest boo. We've been saying over a year. I know, dude. We just we gotta mix that up. And you I even know. you even pitch what was it? You pitch Shark Tank meets something else meets something else meets something else yeah. about this it was it's aloha in your consciousness oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh no 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 aloha hallelujah girl did we call it <laughs> it's called aloha hallelujah that's your brand okay. <laughs> that's like, yeah, yeah that's your brand but no skip just don't just know that yeah it's it's in the arsenal it's already done but so yeah. <laughs> it's already done that's a given that's a yeah. given yeah. Are okay. you traveling this year? Are you going, are you and your family like taking off from the islands? Because what you do is um, you travel from island to island. You go to these fabulous places <laughs> and you have what you call the staycation. I yes. want a staycation like yours, boo. I want uh, a staycation. Come stay in Hawaii. How's that? Is that okay. a staycation? <laughs> yeah, I, no. So we, let's see, we've been to the big island, right? Uh, we They've been back to California. My, my daughter, Izzy, just loves the playgrounds and the, you know, she just first, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. So her yeah. heart is in California. Um, and I took my parents to Vegas, but as far as summer, we are, we are here. And, and I, I do have to share, I don't know if I said this on the show, but I had been invited to go to unity of Houston and the <laughs> plans were, you know, were there. I was going to do a retreat. I was going to, you know, offer this um, healing concert into a dance. And the truth is, um, no, I don't want to say it like that because it's all true. Um, the gas prices have gone up and they just, the travel. Don't you know it? Yeah. So I'm just saying the universe is definitely telling me like that part of my career is over the way I used to know it. Yeah. And so I'm having to lean into the excitement of what's new, but I'm kind of like, you know, when, you know, it takes a little work though, to start the new one. And I'm like, yeah. really? so now I'm not going, that's what I'm saying. Um, but I will be at the Puzzy, the, the Empower Music Awards. That's right. Uh, yeah, Unity Village. So Unity that Village, and that's coming up. That's coming up in, in the fall, correct? That's going to be your yes, travel in the in fall. Yes, in September. Yes, in September. You know, before we bring our guests on, I want to ask you one more question because um, okay. you brought this up, and I've been actually okay. praying and meditating about this. The okay. gas prices, and I oh. have friends in Cali that there's almost close to nine dollars in some places in California and LA. Uh, no, it's, it's a real deal. In some places, it's even $10 in America. Okay. Our price is up. How, and so my prayer has been, there has to be a relief for us as a community. 
I'm saying as the world. Um, and it, because it really puts challenges on every aspect of our life. It puts on the food, it affects the food, and you go to a grocery, I can't get out of a grocery store and not pay $100 for one bag of groceries. It's affecting everything, travel and stuff. So my unicorn, my unicorn sister, <laughs> how, are you seeing, how are you seeing the rainbow and unicorns around the gas prices, sis? Well, you know, as you're asking the question, it makes me think of how the pandemic hit us, right? COVID. Yeah. Right. And I, as you're talking, I'm like, yeah, all, all signs are pointing to, yes, these gas prices, another thing that really is going to impact our life. So my brain is already, there must be something amazing, some solution that wants to be born out of it, right? Because we're too addicted anyway to gas. And maybe our life is going to shift that much, like how our lives had to shift in the pandemic, which honestly, between me and you, yes, there was loss and challenges. And there was so many blessings like us, our show, mm. us being here. So I, I know in my heart of hearts, as you call me the, the resident unicorn, <laughs> something, something amazing wants to happen. And again, our job is to lean into that solution which is a great bridge to our guest although do you have anything to say on, on no 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 I'm, my last thing was you better preach reverend faith okay so I get, you better <laughs> preach girl you didn't be, you didn't give me even get a chance for me to get a lesson in there but i don't need one because that would be my lesson you know what and i want to say bless you to our our, our guests because that sneeze was our guest but i want you to introduce who we got this fabulous woman on as our co-host today, our yes. guest goes. Yes. So we were talking solutions. There's nobody better, I think, that we could have here. My my dear friend Sunny Shays, who is the host of so Solutionary Sundays on ABC News Radio. She's a writer, a sacred social activist. She's a fashionista. You're gonna love her rescue. <laughs> she is a mama of two beautiful boys, men, men. Um, she is the godmom of my daughter, Izzy. She's an agent for change. And she has been interviewing leaders and teachers like Marion Williamson to Dr. Sue Mortar and Michael Beckwith. Um, and she herself is a teacher um, and a fellow singer. We're all singers on the show. Maybe that's a prerequisite. You know. <laughs> and we can, we can ask her more about this, but she says she's also myth buster. So let us welcome in Sunny Shades. Hi guys. <laughs> welcome, so welcome. happy to be on Voices with you, uh, Voices of Unity, of Unity with yes. you. <laughs> yes. And all my articles correct there in line. Yes. <laughs> you know what, I, I'm, I'm really digging your name, Sunny Shades, like she Shades Lounge, I love it. Thank like you. you in the shades and the lounge and the sun and the shine. I had well, a chance to- uh, I was oh, just please. gonna say, I didn't mean to step on your words, but what's so wild about names is that Sunny is my given name and it's spelled S-U-N-N-Y. And I learned at some point, some years ago that people thought of it as a nickname, like, you know, Trixie Thomas or, you know, Moonbeam <laughs> or whatever that I got in college. And, it, you know, I realized my parents actually gave that to me and I was named from my great grandmother, Sonia, but they thought that was like too, you know, old fashioned. But I never noticed until very recently that I have the word yes in my last name. It's spelled C-H-A-Y-E-S. And I thought, good God in heaven, you know, I actually have the permission to say yes in my very name. So I just wanted to sort of start with that, like the opportunity for us to say yes to so many things in our life that we are afraid of 
and we yeah. are holding on to something that may be a no or something that may be a yeah. used to or a, that sort of feeling and going into yes. a present future yes so I'll just start with saying that, my friend. <laughs> I, I love it. I love that for sure. I did a little cyber stalking on you and you've done some phenomenal things, sis. Mm. You have interviewed everyone that, you know, I, I interviewed Marianne Williamson once before years ago when she was running for president and it was really quick. It was, she was in a car. It was like 10 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, okay, this woman's <laughs> gone. So, and I never ever, you know, and I have my people that I, you know, I've, I've interviewed Michael Beck with, but you know, you have had a very long resume of things that you have done, which is very impressive. And my, my first question to you, and I, I, you know, I know that faith knows you and y'all like family. So I want to get to know you. What, dropped you into spirituality and being like awake and aware what was that thing that got you to where you are today i love that you asked me that question because i never wasn't so <laughs> i was one of those weird people yeah. who never forgot i never forgot so mm. when i was a little baby you know, I sort of had it going on and I was leaving my body and I was really aware that the adults around, I didn't have language yet, but I was aware that I didn't have a way to like yak with the people around me. And I knew they sort of didn't know what was up and I made me a little sad. And I thought, well, you know, we'll see what happens as I get older. And then when I was seven, I decided, okay, the time has come. I need to find people who believe what I believe and know what I know. So I would become friends with little girls, you know, in my classroom in the second grade and spend the night at their house and go to all different religions to find the, my people. I went to Holy Rollers. I went to, you name it, the Jews, the Catholics, the Buddhists, the whoever. And they would say things like, let's say whatever it was that I, as a seven-year-old, didn't believe was true or, you know, and so I'm like, okay, those are not my people. I'll carry on, carry on. And only at the very just ancient age of 10, um, <laughs> I met my first human who knew what I knew. And I, I knew that my dad was very, very wise and very, very uh, modern and very, uh, you know, sort of what we would call now new thought. Uh, and I mean, he would chat to me about, you know, how there's no one to blame but ourselves and, you know, concepts were all around me. And, mm -hmm. and, um, at some 10, of, at some 10. Of, Oh yeah, and and you may know um, Earl Nightingale. Some of you oh, out there. Oh yes. Well, Earl yeah. Nightingale was my dad's best friend, and he hang out oh. in our house in Flossmoor. And I would ask my dad when I was five, um, "Dad, can I come in and just sit quietly and just listen to the adults talk? Like, forget I'm here, and what? just I want." Oh yeah, and so I I've had it always, and I've never not. And the the challenge that I did have was I had what you know medical people may call a green stick fracture. You know, I've had times in my life where everything that I knew, everything that I am, everything that I, that I just, I just know, no, no. Um, I knew I, I moved into a place where, yeah, but I wasn't able to get at it. Like I couldn't get at my gratitude. I couldn't get at my knowings. I couldn't, it's like, yeah, yeah. The words, oh, love this, that, but it was like, darn it. I, I'm not, it's not happening for me. It's happening for all you guys. You all have it. I know, I know all the principles. I, I know, I know, I know, but I couldn't use it for myself. And I was in quite a, I don't want to say dark, but a very sad place because I knew better, you know, so it was sort of like, Honey. 
Yeah. Can I, can I ask, would you say that yeah. time? What, cause you keep saying no. So yeah. do you feel like it was more like you you mentally knew it, but then you couldn't like the heart part yet. Couldn't, you know what I mean? Like I had the hard part it. always. I had the hard part always okay. from ne- I never didn't. The only time okay. I actually didn't have the heart part was when I was an adult and I went through <laughs> some stuff with a husband and a this yeah. and that, but yeah. no, no, I mean, I had it all. Like I knew uh, not only that Rev Skip also, um, I didn't really have the, uh, you know, I didn't understand why other people didn't get it. I'm like, what's the matter with all you humans? Like, don't you understand that everything happens for a reason? Don't you know that all is well? Don't you know that everything is happening for our good? Don't you know that there's nothing to feel betrayed about, to feel that you don't have, (laughs) that you're less than, that, you know, everything is just awesome in your life. What is the matter with you people? What? Mm -hmm. And I was, I was seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Like I just couldn't get it. That's heavy. And then I got humbled, man. Like I, I got humbled, you know, and like, okay, now I get it. I mean, now yeah. I understand actually why someone might say, this is so painful here. I don't know if I want to be here anymore. Like I went mm-hmm. all, you know, even though I, you know, it was like, okay, I, but I get the pain. I get the, mm-hmm. I get the feeling of, of I'm lost. I get the feeling of I'm in some sort of weird vortex tunnel thing. I know it's all there. I know it's there, but for some reason I'm feeling like a kid or a person left out of the candy store. You know, like I look through the window, I, I know it's all there, but I can't access it for myself now. So I, I've moved through all that and I'm back to, I'm in the candy store. I'm You're in the candy store again. I got it all and I'm using it and I'm playing with it. Oh, and that's I'm beautiful. It. And, and you know, the other thing too is that you get to choose what candy you want to eat these days. Mm. And well, the candy, sh- you know yeah. what, and who I want to play with. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, you and with. the thing, and that is, and Faith, don't forget what you're going to say, but I'm just yeah. going to throw in here the thing that I really learned. Um, I mean, and I've had a lot of experience with it is the choosing, the discernment. You know, we in the spiritual world talk about, oh, unconditional love, and you know, everything is groovy, everything is, you know, beautiful. <laughs> and yet, we have the, you know, judgment is like a bad word. Oh, no, 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 no. We mustn't judge. Well, okay. So move that to discernment. So it's like, yeah, you know, all things are cool. Cheetos are good as well as a cucumber, whatever, (laughs) but I choose to eat a cucumber and I'm not feeling the Cheeto thing for me, you know, but I'm not going to judge you for eating Cheetos, you know? And so but I get to choose the peeps I play sure. with, the music I play, you know, sing or play with. You know, I get I that's my permission that I give myself. And yep. then to let go though of the judgment of other people choosing other things. So it's beautiful. I think that's you know something that we that we work with, don't we, in the in the spiritual Absolutely. Land. Faith, you were going to say what? Because we cut you off. What were you going to say? No, no, I I am tripping out because I've known Sunny for years, but I've never heard you share about your background. And I mean, you're saying no tears. I almost cried as I'm thinking this, this beautiful woman who's on the outside, you know, you said Rev Skip has this body of work, right? And and like Mm -hmm. you said, Sunny, searching out these solutions and and just knowing spirit and and wanting to share that. I feel so blessed and I don't, it's still weird to me. I told you this, Sunny that for whatever reason you felt a call when I had my daughter Izzy, this beautiful woman who had been, you know, you'd been a peer and a friend and a fan, right? Said, (laughs) I'd like to come and visit Izzy. She came every week. She chose Izzy to be in the candy store with her. And it's just so moving to me that you you love her so much. I do. 
And I you know, really do. Sorry, this is the oh. no crying show phase today. I just want to say. <laughs> I can't. You, you know, when you guys were saying no it. crying, I'm I like, love you it. don't know. You know, Rev, Rev you don't it. know me because I cry on pr pretty much every show and I've been I have doing gotten it for 10 up. years. Well, listen, I, you know, Ricky Byers came to the concerts. He stayed, stayed in my house. She came in. I was speaking on the pulpit on that Sunday and um, she came in. She was our guest singer and she came in and she started playing. I thank you. Ricky Byers is my favorite song. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there going, I can't believe she's singing this right before I got up. And I was in the ugly cry. I mean, the ugly cry. You know, when Oprah talks about the ugly cry, I'm just booing. And I had to get up and I had to stand in front of and start my sermon. And I, it was just, you can go back and see on a YouTube. It was wow. just, but it was so healing. I'm going, okay, yeah, I'm a crier. I'm a crier. Oh my I'm God, a crier. I love it. Well, you know, and back to that, you know, with Ricky and, and Dr. Sue and Michael, the, you know, the benefit or the love that I've been able to have over these years is that they're actually, you know, my friends. So I hang out in their houses and, you know, eat oatmeal with them and, you know, and all that kind of thing. And, <laughs> You know, speaking about Ricky, guys, there's a song that I feel like you all should hear anyone on this podcast listening. Um, many years ago, I was producing an event uh, with others called, uh, it was in Sedona, Sedona World Wisdom Days. And the producers of that were talking about bringing Michael in. And I'm like, you know what? I have even a better idea. Let's bring in Ricky. And so they were like, whoa, like, oh my God. And so we ended up doing that. And Ricky is on stage. This is kind of a little bit of a personal story, but it's kind of a very funny story. It's like, oh my, it's like, a again, a humility story. So, um, and how we can move from being like, what the bleep to, oh yeah, I get it. Um, I brought, as I say, Ricky in, she was doing this big event. It was the opening night. She was going to be performing. Norman Lear was there. Uh, India Ari was the closing act. It was this big, big deal. And I was so grateful to bring this to Ricky because at that time, Michael was really, you know, the the uh, top dog, whatever, not dog, but top person. And, yeah. Sort of not, you know. And kind for of our listeners, we're talking about Ricky Byers and also Michael uh, Bernard Beckwith. But Ricky Thank Byers you. is who we're really talking about. So check out her music. But go yes. ahead, Sonny. And she, and she, in a lot of ways, I think is far more reaching in, an in a ubiquitous way because her music has really been, you know, from the tip of Africa and and New Zealand to, you know, the, the North Pole. Um, so there we are. And she's in, you know, there are a thousand people in this room. She's on the piano. She's kicked off her shoes. There, mm. there are carpets on the ground. Her um, amazing guitarist came out. Faith, you know his name, the, her favorite guitarist. I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, and, uh, pardon me? Go on. Oh yeah. And so, so she is starting to play, you know, whatever she's playing. And then she's like, uh, okay, does anybody have a, uh, you know, like something they want me to sing? And I am in, you know, kind of fourth row back kind of, cause I'm one of the producers and stuff, but I yell out 15 years. Mm. And she says to the audience in her mic, is that Sonny Chase? I know that Sonny Chase. And Sonny Chase, I'm not singing that song. And so she goes on and she's doing her talk and she's doing whatever she's doing and she sings whatever she's singing. And then at the end of her whole deal, she 
looks out into the audience and she says into the microphone, it makes me cry even now. And now, Sonny Chase, I will sing 15 years. Mm. Now, if any of you out there have ever heard 15 years, you know what I'm talking about. And mm. if you haven't, you must, because it is her. The reason I said that is because I wanted Ricky Byers at the time, Beckwith, to look the best. You know, I wanted to support her. I wanted her to shine. I wanted her to bring her heart, her soul, her musical chops, her writing ability, her yes. journey, her everything yeah. about her to the, to the people I brought her to, you know, perform in front of. And I thought there's no song on earth like 15 years. And so I was doing that, you know, as a sister and as a musician favored her to have her rock the house. And indeed, I've never before or since ever heard her sing that song like that so this is also an example of you know sometimes when we think you know it's about letting go because at that moment I felt kind of very embarrassed in front of all these people (laughs) but you know that's a journey and then it worked out and and then she honored me (laughs) yeah and that's the realness of uh, we're talking about Ricky Byers and if you don't know her please get her music she's everywhere Spotify iTunes she's on Apple Music so 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 grab it but that's the realness of Ricky because I remember requesting a song and it was I've got what song and during the concert she said I ain't singing that that's too hard right now because I ain't uh-huh. got the voice. But you know what? We, this is a good time. Faith, are you ready to introduce our, our song for the day? Are you ready? All right, we time for some music now. What we what we listen to, sis? We are listening to "Standing as One," and I wrote it with uh, Kaneta Johnson. Ted Jacobs produced it, and it has all of our favorite friends. Gerald White is on there. Daniel Namod, um, I believe. Yeah, Ali Handel. And Harold's on there too. So it's a, it's, it's everything that I feel. I thought of you, Sonny, and I know Mm. you had all your work has been about this oneness. And uh, it's amazing because even though we're not together, by the way, she's streaming out of Arizona, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. We're always standing, we're always standing together in this, in this work of love and light. So standing as one. All right. It's time to hear some music standing as one. Here we go. Who are you?
Welcome back to Voices of Unity. And I want to say that was the new thought. We are the world. Remember that? <laughs> I, I, I see all these like faces that I know that I've interviewed, that I've been yeah. in the presence with them. Listening, okay, there's Charles' yeah. voice and there's yeah. uh, there's Daniel Neymar that I'm going, oh, this is the We Are the World new thought. That's so cool. I love what? that song. And I got to give props to, did you hear that bass? That's David Hughes. That's David Hughes right there. Um, and I don't know if you guys could hear Daniel Neymar. Most people don't know because he doesn't sing in this style, but he was doing all these runs. The runs. Like, he does yes. the runs. Yes, 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 but yes. Vocally, that's a that's a cool thing, not the runs, the other so runs. I, 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 have, I have a question there. Oh, you're so you're on one today, girl. You're on one today. I got to ask you, did y'all get into the same studio record or did you they record their part? Like you record your part and y'all got to kind of mix it together. What happened? Um, there were some of us together, like Harold. I think everybody was there except for Ali Handel later parts later. So it was, it was a thing, you know, when we're together, actually making that music, it's just, it's priceless. It's priceless, truly. <laughs> so amazing. And Sunny Day, I know, or, I'm sorry, not Sunny Day. That's, that's a, that's a reverend. I know Sunny Day, Sunny Chase. <laughs> I, I, see, I, I know another Sunny too, and she's so oh, dope yeah. too. Like, it's like, I, um, you know, do you know Sunny? up a lot, yeah. <laughs> so do you sing too, right? And so what you know, do you sing yeah. on? What do you do? Tell us about your um, vocals. Well, you know what? I do a lot of singing and I, I was actually, when I was a little girl, I was in Africa, which is something that I wanted to bring up because something really cool is happening in my life right now, which I'm, I'm really so excited about it and it fits together with what we're talking about. But yeah, I was in hair when I was a little, when I was 16, 17, and it was with the touring company and they were all like 35 and, you know, I was 12 when hair came out or 11 or whatever. Um, 
So I lived in an all-Black country uh, called Lesotho. The city's called Masero, so Masero Lesotho. And the whole tribe, as it's called, um, a caste, but tribe, is, if, you, if you're hair people, you know that's what they were called, um, all <laughs> came out and um, performed this in the middle of South Africa, essentially. It's a donut hole that's an all-Black country in the middle of white you know, South Africa. So I did, I've been, you know, doing music since I was a little kid. So thank you for asking me that. And then I moved, you know, to a certain point where it was really just all about the sacred music. But when I'm thinking about the music and I'm thinking of the child of light, um, uh, I, when I did live in Africa, my family was able, um, and I, uh, we say it's a non-crying show, but that's going to not be happening. Um, <laughs> You know, just, just, Do it. Um, you know, no, my family actually had the opportunity to live with the Sons Bushmen of the Kalahari Desert. Mm. And um, they are people, um, I will just say it this way. The, the, the um, Europeans, spiritual people for the last mm. 70 years, you know, since Yogananda came over, Paramahansa Yogananda came, and the idea of getting to our soul, getting to our spirit, getting to our love, getting to our peace, getting to our, you know, the, the, the Emerald City, you know, when Glinda comes and says you had the power all along, you yeah. know, we have spent millions of dollars reading books and drinking green drinks and, <laughs> and all of that stuff. We've done so many things to get mm -hmm. to what the Bushmen have been living for yeah. 60,000 years and mm. they are still doing it. So when we talk about the child of light, you know, when we talk about standing up for humanity, standing up as humanity, you know, we are it, we are it. We are it. And we talk about, you know, we're the ones we've been waiting for and all that stuff, but even the waiting, it's like, oh my God, you know, Westerners, like we are <laughs> really disconnected. And so what's happening is my dad was able to take a lot of unbelievable photos of the Bushmen in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And I have, um, many years ago, I was being able to, I was connected with, um, through a series of things, I had to be vetted for three months as my dad was, because you don't just get to go and hang out, like it doesn't mm -hmm. happen. So I was vetted for three months and finally passed the test to be able to have an interview with the Bushman elder, mm. who then I had to wait again three months for her to be in um, uh, Kyrgyzstan and I was in America and an interpreter because the Bushmans only speak a language called Goza. Yeah. So they, um, we had this interview and it was just beyond the beyond. And then my dear friends, it disappeared it went away. It was nowhere. Mm. I could not find it. And I was so brokenhearted. But, you know, sometimes in life, I'm noticing, especially in the last some years, we're talking about COVID and different things about, you know, something that can be dark or something that can be a problem that, you know, creates maybe a scar, it makes it a stronger. And so because I was so sad about that, I went deeper. I reached back out to my original person, Anita Sanchez, who connects women elders of all kinds all over the world. And I said, I'm so sad about this interview. And, she, and then I told her about my dad, you know, this experience, and he wanted to write a thing called the Bushman book. And um, he just, you know, he's no longer with us. He's been gone for a while. Mm -hmm. And so I chatted with Anita and she said, Sonny, I can reconnect you with the elders of the Bushman people. Mm -hmm. And so she did do it. And so what's happening now, guys, is that <sighs> I am 
taking the mantle from my dad, from this pain of losing this ish, uh, interview, I am actually going deep with the people. I'm already having conversations. I'm getting the voice of the Bushmans and it's not going to be my writing. Yeah. It's going to be the Bushmen telling us and answering the questions that we all wish that we could ask God because mm. they are God. And yeah. like, for example, and so um, are we, and so are we, I want to remind uh, yeah, our listeners that it's, for sure. Mark Nepo writes that, and we are all Buddha consciousness, but what we are dealing with is distractions. And here in America, we have a lot of distractions that distracts our connection with our Buddha consciousness. So I think that's amazing what you're doing there. Sunny. And the earth, thank you. And the earth consciousness, you know, I was chatting with, um, um, one of, um, I, may I tell you a quick story that sure. Sean Felder told me when I, uh, this is an interview, this is part of the interview. I remember, um, at one point I was just so amazed, you know, and it was the translating back and forth and the Koza and the, you know, all this. And then, but at one point I just looked into the camera and she looked into the camera cause we're, you know, very far away. And I just said, I, I never thought again that I would be able to look in the eyes of a Bushman. And we both started crying because they're going yeah. extinct. You know, they are, uh, they will not, they most probably will not be in their pure form in the next 30 years. And so yeah. this is a big, big deal. And so I said to her, you're so, you know, the thing that we all, I mean, as environmentalists and, you know, we talk about the earth and the earth, you know, blah, 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 like bring me for my people something that you can say that goes way deeper than our just you babble. And then she started laughing and she said, I, and they're so joyous. I mean, it's just, it's sort of one of those things. She started laughing. She said, okay, I'm going to tell you what we do for fun. We get, we have a fire. We get around the fire like at night and the kids and the us and the, you know, the grandmommies and all the people we get around. Mm -hmm. And then speaking of music, we, ch we chant, we sing, you know, they do four part harmony in like one second, like it's the mm -hmm. most incredible thing. And then it's mm -hmm. eight part harmony. It's like amazing. Mm -hmm. And she said, and we call the lions out of the bush and they walk around us behind us. They just wow. circle us. They just circle us and the little kids are delighted. And, you know, and then we kind of stop our chant and they melt back into the bush. And I thought, that's what you do for fun on a Saturday. <laughs> like, oh my God. So, you know, this, I just Being want to one. share this story because again, um, when I was chatting with the, the interpreter on Monday, you know, she was saying, it's something that we as Westerners, have such a hard time connecting with because we talk about gratitude. We talk about, you know, again, unconditional love. We talk about these things, but they are it. And they have nothing, she says to me, you know, mm -hmm. in the, and they have not, I mean, they put a, a, a scarf or a, 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 you know, a ribbon around their waist because they're so hungry to just kind of calm down their stomach. And yet the children are so, you know, and, and I'm not, mm -hmm. I don't want to say this in a way that sounds all la 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 and oh, aren't they simple and special and happy. And, you know, I, please guys, that is not. At yeah. all. I'm well, not no, hearing that. I'm not hearing that at I'm all. Not. Well, they that's why, yeah, I mean, well, just, let's talk hmm. about that. Let's yeah. talk about, because that's the message I got. I shared, you know, the other week that I was at Rev. Joan Stedman's 80th birthday, and that was for her big birthday. And she said, who, who are we? You know, who really are you? And she said, you know, we always say we need this, we want this. But what you said, the answer is to be 
it to be the it. Right. So that's such a different life, right? Yeah. Than the yeah. ones we lead sometimes. And Ernest Holmes wrote in this morning, because you know, I love me 365 science of mine. I read every day. And Ernest Holmes writing this morning, it's um it, it's all about we're not evolving, we are awakening up to who we really are. The 100%. evolution, we're not evolving anywhere. We are waking up and part of us who are in this country that we live in, you know, America, because I truly believe that because this country was based on capitalism and you get mine and I get yours and this is greed and we went to war over this and everything is still being manifested from the root that's coming up now in the present, that we have to learn to release the distraction of getting ours or getting this to we all have it and we are all it. This is the biggest lesson that we can learn. And this is why we think about this. You know, China has not had a war in 65 years. Mm -hmm. And they put all their money in free education for the people. I'm not saying how they they operate and what they do. Some things are very questionable. But they put the money into infrastructure, building their country, building education. Here in America, we have given up on educating our kids, educating yes, us. Yeah. I'm still paying a student loan and I'm going and this, it, we don't see any relief. <laughs> and I graduated years ago. I'm still paying a student loan. I, I believe see a gray that, hair there. Oh, <laughs> many, many gray hairs, many gray hairs. But and, we oh. have to shift. We have to shift our leadership that says that it's all about people, building people, building spirituality and, and, and awakening. Because if we don't, this is where Rome was the downfall of Rome. And I'm yeah. going back to my history of this, but it was because they were doing the same thing. It was about capitalism. And I'm going to get off my horse right now or, or my soapbox. <laughs> well, you no. know, when okay, you're going to talk, oh, but Faith, don't forget. You know, the the point that you're making, I mean, if one wants to speak, speak of, uh, you know, social structures or political structures or whatever, the concept of egalitarian. And, you know, even this this country, if we listen to the Iroquois nation of the uh, of the mm -hmm. native peoples that the that the white, you know, forefathers actually did chat with and did take some information from and did sort of work into our um you know, our, our constitution and having the Supreme Court, which were really female elders who were completely non-biased and wanted the best for all people. We, we have that. And it's one of the things that I talk about when I talk about the Bushmen, which I have been doing for so many years, because they have it already and when we think oh my gosh the hope of getting to this or getting to that on the planet earth we already have it and the idea that you know many years ago this movie came out the gods must be crazy and i remember that i had just come back from africa and it was a little bit goofy because you know there were white people who were having cars and trees and you know doing all this goofiness so it made the movie a little more you know kind of silly and slapstick but what was happening in that movie was that the white people brought to the uh, to the um, Bush people or Bushmen, and they're actually called Sans Bushmen, a <laughs> Coke bottle, and this Coke bottle um, was causing heartbreak, heartache, 
heart, you know, unegalitarian, if that's such a word, vibe in the community. And so one of the Bushmen was actually saying, I'm going to walk to the end of the earth and throw this Coke bottle off the <laughs> end of the earth because I would, and it makes me cry, I would rather walk for miles and miles, days and days, weeks and weeks, years and years to find the end of this earth to get rid of this poison that has come to our community. I do not want it. None yeah. of us want it. We want egalitarian. We sure. want our spirit to be. And so I think that is something that we have disconnected from. Like when you're saying, Rev, about, you know, yours is mine and, my, you know, and I don't want you to get mine. And, you know, this kind of feeling, it's like, where is our egalitarian spirit? And it comes from fear and it comes from non-trust that all is well, all is. And, and we all know we all have it. So I Faith, think you're going to say something. Faith wanted to jump in on that. Okay. Where was I? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I think it's what I wanted to ask was, so what, because we talk about these big, you know, societal generational kind of, kind of problems. And, and, you know, I always try to bring it back to, well, what, one, what is mine to do? And one is obviously my, my, my kids, right. And, and build, teaching those kinds of um, qualities, um, values, you know, um, and again, how, how I show up in the world. Um, but what you were just talking about now, though, with the Coke bottle, it made me think that it isn't the things, right? That's wrong. What we always are talking about here is it's our consciousness. That, that, that's it. It's just what, it, what is at the root of why we want those things? Because we think, because we want that love. We want to feel better. We just want to feel good. It sounds such like a simple thing, but I feel like if we could get in touch of what our intention is, then it might really affect how we show up in the yeah. world, how we play it out, how we play it out. And Faith too, we also, we, we can acknowledge that there are some people who choose greed over love. There are some people who choose separation over over inclusivity. But I don't know that they're choosing like, I'm gonna be greedy, but- I do. Oh, I see, I know. love this question. I, I truly believe, I truly believe that people understand. This is why people understand, like Trump understands, if a divided country means I can control the country. There is that intention that people use as well to use for their own pride. Okay, so okay. I the reason why I'm saying this right now, because y'all, we are about to go into Juneteenth. Juneteenth oh, yes. it's time, it's this Friday or this actually next Monday when the podcast goes out next Monday is Juneteenth. And it's very important to us to realize that we are still, we're still living out what has happened about social injustice and inequality. This country was stolen from the indigenous America, Americans built on the backs of black people that were slow, was stolen from Africa. Until we go to the root of this and we heal that separation, we're still gonna be people thinking, it's okay to step on my brother's back to get what I need. I, I, I And I truly believe our, our soul knows different. But the yes. head gets in the way, Faith and Sunny. The yes. head gets in the way and yes. it stands in the way from us tapping into the soul. Yes. That's all I'm saying. I, what I can say to that is that, you know, thank you. Yes. 
and Juneteenth is a celebration for not so much white people. Um, and I also feel like as Kwanzaa is not a celebration for white people. So white people stop saying happy Kwanzaa because it's not your holiday. Um, you know, the thing is, is, it is the entitled thing. You know, it is the misappropriation. It is the, oh, it's cool. So I'm going to grab it. You know, I mean, I love Trevor Noah just being like, oh my God, I cannot believe that now, you know, Kmart is selling Juneteenth uh, paper uh, napkins and plates. It's like a stop it already. Um, but it is really, Rev, uh, the the entitled thing that for some reason has happened. And it's a conversation I've had for many, many years with many, many people. I've worked very closely with Patrice Collars of Black Lives Matter. My cousin um, wrote the, the proposition for uh, uh, Proposition 64, which legalized marijuana, which was not about everybody get high. It's about being having a a level playing field for our black and brown brothers and sisters in jail systems it's like yeah. let's get real so the thing is is and i feel very very strongly about that rev and i i do a lot of talking and you know again marching and um you know supporting uh patrice and many other people because i do feel honestly that it is sort of the white person's um duty. I feel even though I did not necessarily have slave parents or grandparents or whatever, it's like I have definitely benefited. And, you know, there are many, many people for us to check out in the world that, you know, where we benefit from, you know, Black people, like check out the story about, um, about Henrietta Locks. Check out, you know, just Google mm -hmm. different things about Jack Daniels. Check that one out, people. Yeah. And Ernest Green, who was a slave, was the actual person who created the Jack Daniels whiskey. I mean, there's so oh, yeah, many stories so like this. So, so it's much. like, you know, for yeah. us, I think, as white people, to understand that we are not, you know, all there yeah. is. And I think that's a really important you know, part. Yeah. And again, that's one of the reasons that I'm bringing forward the message of the Bushman, because I feel, you know, in my community, living in South Africa, living in America, in a rich white thing, you know, vibe, life, that there is this kind of disconnect and kind of, you know, kind of this little patting on the head of others. And yeah. it really gets me. So I, I'm I'm here to always myth bust as much as I can. Thank you so much, Hey Sunny and Faith. We're at the end of our show. And it's time for something yeah. we'd like to call our SSP. It is Sexy Spiritual Pebbles. <laughs> it's how we end our show, Sunny. And we want to give them a, a mic drop moment in, in so many words of what you want to leave our audience with. First, um, Faith, I'm going to give it to you. Then we'll pass it over to Sunny. Then I'll close yes. it out. What's yes. your SSP, girl? Well, my SSP includes my thank you to Sunny Chase for being on our show. As the listeners can hear and as you, we could all tell, you know, you they can't see you, but you're this beautiful white woman, right? Stylish. You've got your lipstick. And they don't understand the type of life you've led. Like you've lived the whole rainbow. And what mm. I love about you is, yes, you have the resume. Yes, you can talk circles around, right? The law and the what's going on on that level. But what I love, Sunny, my SSP, is that truly you are being the love. I mean, I can't go back. I mean, I can't emphasize it enough, the difference um, it has made for us that you showed up as love every week to see this baby amidst all this mm. work you did. 
It's those things that we do. And I love what you said, Rev Skip, of Juneteenth, that yes, it's to celebrate our the, the freedoms of, of the Black people. And it means so much more for us to, to be that love so that this yeah. can never happen again. So be love, like now, love in real ways. Ooh, <laughs> that, that's a beautiful, sexy, spiritual pebble. <laughs> Like okay, spiritual level. Sunny, I'm gonna give it to Sunny. Sunny, what's your sexual sex sexual? Listen to <laughs> sexy spiritual level. What is oh, your sexual? Yeah. Oh, we just changed the whole show. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. We can roll. We can what roll. Is, what we're, is we're, your we're, sexy spiritual pebble? Well, in, in the words of uh in, in the words of my one of my favorite favorite philosophers. I'll I'll use two different pebbles. One quickly, that our great uh, uh, Dr. Seuss would say that we have it all, and nothing will change unless we do what is ours to do. Mm -hmm. So that's one pebble, and then the other one, and that's in the Lorax. So please read that and watch the movie. The other thing is is when the scarecrow was talking to Glinda at the end of. Uh, the uh, Wizard of Oz and they're standing there and all this has gone on you know and they've done you name it I mean we can't even imagine our whole life doing all the things they did in that movie and they're standing there and Glinda starts to sort of say that you had the ruby slippers all you had to do was this and that and he is pretty pissed off and he says to her why didn't you tell us this before like we went through all this you know blank blank and he's mad. And then she says, she wouldn't have believed me. So it's yeah. like, guys, and then now I am going to cry. We do <laughs> have it. You know, we do have it. We don't need the Coke bottle. You know, it's we have it. Yes. And, and so let's just know that we have it. I love that. So my, my um, SSP today, it's all about Juneteenth. And, and we, it's a reminder that, you know, Lincoln, I'm going to say Lincoln, but it was actually more than just Lincoln that went through the process of freeing the slave. It took so much to free the enslaved people, my our ancestors, because ancestors are ancestors now with no color, with no gender. It is just the energy of ancestry. But it took a whole year for the message of freedom to get to Texas. And that in that whole year, it was traveling and there were hiccups and there were things that were pushing back because people didn't want other people to be freed and endured. So my SSP is endure until you know the freedom. This is not just for black people, this is for everyone. You must keep enduring until you have reached that spiritual freedom. It might take a year, it might take two, it might take five, it might take 10. You just don't give up until you're divinely free of everything that holds you back from being authentically you. And you know, this is the time where I talk about cross-sectionality, cross, cross or intersectionality, because I'm black, I'm gay, I'm a man, and these all these things that 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 might stand in a way, but you can overcome anything and everything. Yes, that's my SSP. Yes. Aloha Luya. Yeah, Aloha That's our thing. Yes. Hey Sonny, can you tell Aloha. us where people can find you, Sonny? Where can people find oh, you? Oh, thank you. Yes, you can check out solutionarysundays.com or just go to my website, Sonny Chase with Y-E-S dot com. <laughs> and um, you know, pretty much like that. And just sort of YouTube me. There, you know, a bunch of shows. YouTube takes a bunch off all the time, but 
put something in like Sunny with Mark Nepo or Sunny with whoever, and you'll just get a cool show and uh, watch it and share it and uh, kind of like that. I love it. I love it. Faith Rivera, my sister, and I can, I always have to say Faith Rivera, the full name. I just can't say Faith. So Faith Rivera, my sister, where can we find you? I am on summer break with the children. Find me, find me at the pool or traveling. No, 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 no. I love that. <laughs> no, I love you. No, hold the vision. No, it's it's coming soon. It's coming soon. The new digital and virtual offering. So, uh, yes, yes, yes. And your website. They can get some stuff from your website. Of course faithrivera.com and many, many, many videos for them to stream, you know, for themselves, services, all that kind of stuff. So thank you for right. asking. What about yes. you, Rev Skip? What okay. about you? Well, everyone, I'm Rev Skip Jennings. That's going to be on every social, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I am not on TikTok because my tick don't talk no more. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not ticking and talking. I, I refuse it. But you might, you might see me hop on TikTok, maybe. I don't know. Everyone say, Rev, you need to be on TikTok. I am not ticking and i'm not talking okay so <laughs> go to my website you, said you have happy dance you said you happy dance every day i know dance. but i can't i there, there's some TikTok-y people who TikTok every day but you can also find me at my website which is skipjennings.com find out more information about t-shirts and books and everything else that's happening sign up for our our newsletter because i'm going to add in some things for um voices of unity in my newsletter we're going to start getting that monthly newsletter out so sign up for it. Also, if you're in the Fort Lauderdale area, please come to Center for Spiritual Living. We do in-person and online services at 1030 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can always come and just celebrate love. And that's what we're all yes. about here. Yes. This is all about yes. love, love, love. We this has been are. really amazing, right? It this has been so has. amazing. It has. All right. Don't thank forget, you, Chad. Thank you. You're welcome, Sonny. And Chad Bradford will be back with us next week. And yes. we're wishing him some love because he'll listen to this later on. He'll go, <laughs> I wish I was on with y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all right. God bless everyone. We love you and we thank yes, you. And we are just celebrating you. So, thank you so yes. much for being a part Aloha. of our audience. Aloha. 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 <laughs> Subscribe, like, and share. Spread the love. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw. And on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.